Hi everyone, welcome back to the Woman on the Box podcast. It's Teresa. It's me. Yeah, your host. I've been away for such a long time. I'm happy to be back. Um, this episode, I've got a very interesting um, episode for you guys. It's personal to me and um, I've had this, so it's a recording we're going to listen to and I want people's take on it. What do you think um, this person is saying to this other person? Um, but I did say it was personal. So I'll play the recording and we're going to talk about it. So it's going to be very interactive, sort of. Does that make any sense? I know it's just me, but it would be interactive. I will play recording and then I will talk about it. So a brief intro into it is that someone is, the the guy on the recording is reading out a love letter. This love letter was written in 2014, 13. I can't remember precisely when it was written, but I think it was 2013. And basically, it's a letter I wrote to my ex-boyfriend. I wish I could read it out to you guys. Um, It's a really long letter. I wrote it because um, back in 2013, we had just split up and I was in law school and he was moving to a different country for work. And um, I guess the breakup, because I can't remember, but I guess the breakup really affected me. And I just took my phone and started typing away without thinking. So last year, I've had this recording for almost a year. Um, I do have permission to share it with my audience. Um, So last year, because me and my ex, we do talk. So we're friends. Um, I don't refer to him as my ex anymore. So he's just my friend now, my really good friend. I would like to say he's one of my best friends. Um, so last year, no, last year rather, I, because of COVID and everything, I didn't have pictures and I wanted to post old pictures. So I just went through my emails and I stumbled upon this letter and I read it and I was just, I, I kind of cringed the whole way through because it was so emotional and so, um, deep and, um, the saddest part of this letter is that there was no response. So I'd lost my, not lost, obviously. I got rid of his email, his message, all contacts. I got rid of them. So I couldn't get in touch with him to send him this um, letter. So, But I remembered his work email. So I sent it to his work email. And I do remember receiving a reply. But it wasn't a reply to the letter. It was him forwarding it to his personal email and putting me in copy then I guess he just forgot to respond to it so I guess that made me decide to move on but I stumbled upon it um probably May last year and immediately I read it <laughs> I was embarrassed for my younger self and um I decided to just call him so I did call him and I just asked him about the letter if he remembered, he did remember. And I asked him why he didn't respond. And um, I can't remember what he said, but he was happy to respond when I asked him to. So I asked him to respond um, as if he were he was in 2014 or 2013. 
Um, but have a listen to, have a listen to um, his response. I feel somewhat selfish sending you this. I feel like I should just be out and get over you. I mean, I should be able to recognize when something is over and accept it. Like, well, the selfish part of me doesn't want you to get over me too. And I'm not exactly over you. Um, and I don't know whether I should be saying that and whether I recognize that it's completely over too and maybe I should just accept it. So I, 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 I think there's a bit of confusion that we make. We need to sort of... Sort of I really don't know how to respond. I really don't know how to respond to this right now, but, but maybe we can maybe we can talk. So he says um, he doesn't know how to respond um, to to that. So I'm also confused because um, he's supposed to respond in 2014 because at that time when I was talking to him, he was in a late relationship. I also was in a relationship and um, I was just trying to as a creative as a poet um things like this interest me um so i was i think i was just trying to find out why i never got because we're close we're friends why i never got a response and but i wasn't if you notice when you listen i really wasn't paying attention so much because um with that ex i've learned how to like zone out just like not feel so much or not pay attention to him too much because I tend to be very literal with him so I find out that when I'm literal with him or I take him literally rather and I find out that I end up you know misunderstanding or misinterpreting what he's trying to say so throughout I'm barely paying attention to um to what he's saying I only caught that after um so he knew i was recording him by the way i only caught that after i replayed it i realized that he was speaking in the present and he called my attention to it so let's carry on our play for you um i thank you for the things you did for me picking me up from work giving me money taking me to the pharmacy introducing me to game of thrones so that's him basically reading my letter to him i, I was thanking him in the letter um for all the things that he did for me so we'll carry on things you did for me picking me up from work giving me money taking me to the pharmacy introducing me to game of thrones um i'm glad that you remember these things i think sometimes it's little things that matter and for me um spending time with you and doing these little things are Makes Sometimes you happy. things that matter most, so I'm um, I'm just happy, and uh, it was always a joy to spend time with you in whatever little way um, it might come across as. And then, um, what else did you write? A female feels bittersweet. I understand bitter because I'm embarrassed. Well, I don't think you should be embarrassed in any way. I think you. I think we should try to create an atmosphere where there is almost no shame or no judgment um, and that way you, you get to understand the people around you, friends, but in particular with you. Um, I'd, I'd like it if 
you can get over this feeling that clouds your your I won't say clouds your judgment, but that, that makes you want to feel embarrassed because I don't think there's anything uh, to be embarrassed about. And then sweet because you're an amazing guy and you deserve to you know you're loved um, and that you're never far away in my thoughts. Um, I think you're you're amazing too, and you're never far away in my thoughts. And I might not think about you every day. I might not call you every month. I might not call you every three months. But it does not mean that when I have to be there for you, I won't be. I will. So he's very correct about that. Um, he might not call me every month or every week, but he's one person and this is why we built a friendship um he's one person that if i do need him he's there for me no matter what he literally drops everything um this person so i don't want to call him my ex so this friend of mine um has literally become a family member um to me because um there are situations where I'm really stranded and he gives me like whatever is left in his bank accounts. I know there's a lot of people that do that for people. Um, again, that is why um, I, I think people sort of attach excess to like um, negativity or negative things. And in this case, um, it's not so. He's um he's an absolute wonderful guy and I have to credit him on that. He literally would give me his last penny. Um just does a lot for me. Um so let's carry on. Now what else? What else? What else? What else? Um I email you in tears though. Uh yeah, I know I'm always crying. I'm too emotional. I love you in an immense amount. So when I wrote I love you in an immense amount, it was actually the first time I expressed love to him. Um, we probably never have said that we were in love with each other. Um, I know that he loves me and he has explained to me how he loves me. Um, he has told me how he loves me unconditionally. Um, but at that time we never i don't know why that didn't happen we just never told each other we loved each other um i never thought he loved me i knew i loved him but um it was one of those you're in your 20s you're in your early 20s um you've read all the stupid books to tell you you need to play the game do the, all those rules that they say you need to insert in your relationship and these rules actually don't work in reality so i was one of those girls that you know adopted all these rules and in, and applied it in my relationship and that didn't work at all so i was playing a game um as he was going to say first so he never he did say but he used to say it in awkward situations so he, he might be you know maybe combing my hair or doing something and say i won't stop loving you you know or like he would just blot out um i love you you know in just like an awkward situation but yeah that was the first time i ever professed love for for him which is crazy it's difficult for me to 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 understand how you are and I it's difficult for, for me to use the love 
word, but I care about you and really, um, I can't say I don't love you. However, um, I don't want to say I love you and it's, you know, it's kind of awkward because I love the person that you are. I love everything about you. However, this time we're not together, so maybe it's not appropriate to say it in that manner, but in every other way, you know that I care about you, even without me saying a thing. So this is where um, it gets confusing, because I have shared this audio to um, family members and people that are close to me, just a few people. And the only reason I did is because sometimes I can be irrational, irrational, and um impulsive sometimes i don't even see the signs um he's been in my life for 10 years and about 10 years yeah i think we dated for six and through many four years we just you know realize that you're not going anywhere we're going to be friends and um i only shared it with them because i really needed to see it from other people's perspective um especially with this part where he says um it's difficult for me to say the l word and I've always known that um, that it's difficult for him to express love or just say I love you. Um, he doesn't use it carelessly. But he also said that it's... Um, this is me dissecting it like an investigator. <laughs> he also said that, which is very confusing, that the reason why... and. and again I could be wrong is because we are not together so it's awkward like you're with someone I'm with someone like how can I even say that I love you so this is also where I forgot and I wasn't paying attention that he was responding in the present so I expected him to respond in the past but he was responding in a present saying he can't say it now because of our current situation so let's carry on okay I want to hold you again. I want to kiss you forever. I want to have dinners with you. I want us to have. I want us to have family dinners. I want us to take holidays together. I want us to share uh, the beauty of life together. I want us to take your daughter shopping. I want you to be one of the most important persons in my life. People in my life. Okay. Um, so this is a bit. This makes me feel weird just hearing this that I wrote this letter. But I can be romantic like that. I know how to express myself through um written words not you know verbal communication i probably won't be able to say i love you i probably won't be able to say i miss you but i'll be able to write it because um i'm not staring at you basically um i feel safe with pen and paper and um any other means of you know writing but hearing that i just literally proposed to this guy i don't know if you guys heard it i said to him I want us to have family dinners together. And I was saying I want to take your daughter shopping. Like, I'm already, like, inserting myself into, like, wifey role. Um, I don't think I'm as romantic anymore. But I give kudos to my younger self that wrote this. So, um, I don't know what you guys think so far. But let's carry on. Um... That's a nice thought. Um, if I were locked up with you for the rest of my life on the quarantine, I wouldn't mind. In fact, 
was asked to pray for it, unless I kind of know it's against your will, I wouldn't mind praying for it. So with the things that you have said and whatever, you would be the type of person I want to do all these things with and more. So I'm flattered and I just want you to know that I can understand and it's tempting reading all this. But yeah, I don't know. How to so um, I like that he said that um, if it was locked up because we were both being quarantined, he's in his country, not in his country, um, place of residence, I'm also where I am. And um, I think that jolted me into like reality that, uh oh, um, perhaps it's something I'm missing or that's perhaps it's something we're both missing. Maybe because we are or were both in relationships at that time so that appeared to be a hindrance but also i always put back up my mind that i've known this person for such a long time and we've done back and forth for six years until we just decided to call it quits that did if we are not going down the aisle there's no way that we would do this back and forth anymore but i thought it was beautiful that he said that if he would pray for it um knowing it's not against my will that um of course it's something he would do i don't know what your thoughts are again um but i'm going to stop the recording very soon we'll probably listen and listen to it for three more minutes and then i will continue on a different day okay so let's carry on it's tempting reading all this but yeah I don't know how to respond to that today. This, this, this is not the right time to respond to this type of thing. Um, Theresa, it's not, it's not the time. <laughs> it's not the time. Go on. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Man. Oh, do I'm upset? Oh, do I'm upset you know, with you know, you know, you know what? You, let, me, let, me just, let me just stop here. You know why I don't want to continue this? <laughs> You've gone far. You've already gone far into I've the, you know. Far. Yeah. A lot of it is today. Uh, you didn't write this today. And you're not saying this today, but okay. Um, although I'm upset with... So I guess this is where I missed it. So again, me zoning, zoning out. And that's something also women we do, or if you're in a relationship, you're not paying attention to somebody that loves you or cares about you. I completely zoned out. I completely missed him saying to me, I am not saying this today. I wasn't paying attention to that. It's like, if, he, if I was paying attention, I would just suddenly have called him and say, Oh, are you res like are you responding? I think I did call him, but like I should have just said to him, What if I'm saying it today? You know, like what do you think, you know? Um because okay, let's let's just go into it before I start feeling any type of way. This is literally me burying my entire life on in public and um I'm actually fine with it. But let's carry on. Also, that seems like I, a favorite word of mine um, in this um, episode. Let's carry on. So, yeah, back to the audio. Um, although I'm upset with you because you tease me with words, I feel you're too scared. It's understandable. I'm scared too. I, from this, I, I kind of see that you're, you probably want me to come out of my shell and probably be a bit more vocal and search for what it is um, I might have in me. And I think in the way that I'm expressing my
myself now and in the way that I expressed myself in response to your last paragraph, you probably see that I am I'm not so scared anymore. Um, so as you can see, um, I also didn't know that he said that. Even I'm, <laughs> I've listened to this twice and now I'm only just hearing that bit. So I think what we can also learn is that people are saying a lot of things to us but we are just l hearing what we want to hear we're being very selective um someone might be telling you i love you and all you're hearing is um your hair's untidy or something like that for example he just said to me i said although you're not you're scared he said to me i'm not scared anymore like it's what does that even mean he's trying to tell me that when we were together he used to be scared but he's not scared perhaps with me or being with me but typical me um i don't i don't i completely don't pay attention when he's talking because i feel like um because i'm not hearing those words i love you um i don't want to hear any other thing but in my I, I don't know, to my understanding, I'm hearing I love you in so many ways without hearing I love you. Um, but yet, that's how we miss things. Communication, communication is very important. So I think that's something we can learn um, from my audio. I'm just going to play one more time and we would end the podcast, okay? So let's get back to it. Um, in, no, 2014, no, in 2014. You were scared. Well, are, you, that, are you now yeah, talking in the present? That, 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 this, this is where the problem is because I'm Oh, I get it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, Karen, do, do your best to. Okay, so um, I feel you're too scared. It's understandable. I'm scared to. Uh, I, I, okay, so let me start again. Um, I think I understand what you mean and maybe it's not necessarily being scared but it's 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 yes there's an uncertainty because of things i've probably been through recently and and reassurance that i need to find myself rather than from you this is a classic case of it's not me I and mean, yeah. it's not you it's you, me you don't worry you've I, done that. You've I, done, I think you've done that to me several times you've said that to me and, 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 but, no, but it's true i, I need to get it's over it's the most uh, insulting thing ever like here not, you go not, here's my heart on a on a platter it's, it's, and you're like uh it's, sorry dude i've got issues you know it's not me because i feel like whatever in life if you want something and a thing is in front of you and you really want that thing or you want that person you would forget you have issues and you if you have if you have, if you, have, if you, have, if you so you forget you have issues but imagine you're um was it unequally yoked imagine you have some issues <laughs> that you don't know about some people some demons that don't believe in jesus or whatever uh, tormenting you every day and you don't even really know you, you're just completely off path and so do you think that um, that's your case so i'm going to just stop there and um we've got about eight minutes left so it's really long um conversation uh, it goes on actually into another set where he talks about um where he actually explains how he loves me and i think that's the one that is really interesting um but so we're going to end the episode um 
and it's crazy that I'm going to put this out there as content. I've had it for almost a year. I'm trying to look at the dates that this was recorded. So not really almost a year, a few months ago. So it's June last year, June of last year. Um, that's when we had that conversation. And um, I, I, to be honest, I really don't know what to say. This thing's happened. Um, basically, sometimes love comes in different forms. Um, you might be expecting to experience love as it's written in a movie and it's not it just doesn't work that way i think that for me and this person this is our kind of love um love doesn't necessarily mean like acquiring the ring at the end of the day it's just having to fall in love with someone anyways you might not get the ring but you are in love with that person you did experience love because Love is a massive gift, guys. Um, some people haven't even experienced it. And in my case, I believe that with um, my friend, I I was in love with him at that time. Um, but I don't think I don't think it ever stops. Um, I don't think love ever ends. So I don't think it ever dies. I think that's what I'm looking for. So I don't think it ever dies. I always love him. Um, but it's just different. Um, is a different kind of love now um, but yeah something we must learn is learn to listen pay attention to what's around you you know what you need might just be in front of you but you're failing to see it because you're you're dealing with so much um, um, emotion so you're reacting from all those emotions and you're completely blinded to to the love someone's given to you or um, the answers that you've been asking for and um, in my case I did I, I did I did you know close my ears um, to what he was saying and it's the same thing I've always done in all relationships it's like I don't I'm not paying attention it's I'm just like if he's not on one knee then he's not really saying anything to me and that's not what it's about um People are talking to us every day. They're talking to us through their words, their actions, um, how they feel, how they touch us, um, through poetry. Um, I, on the other hand, had to express my love for the first time, which is wrong. How do you express to someone they've been with? At that time, we'd been together for three years or two years, but it was off and on, sort of. And I was only expressing for the first time that I loved him in a letter, which I think is absolutely wrong if you're going to tell someone that you're in love with them you should be able to tell them face to face if you have the opportunity if you don't well there's something called facetime you know video chats so you can always do that so let me know what you guys think about this podcast i can't believe i'm back i'm back guys we have juicier um topics to share with you guys we have juicy we're gonna get um amazing um, guest on the show i'm gonna i'm gonna surprise you guys are you ready okay thank you so much for listening i hope you do enjoy your week take care love you bye